0: This is the Comstock Report podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and his Chinese counterpart, Lai He are supposed to lift the hood on the Phase 1 trade deal Friday and decide whether the engine is running well enough for all parties to agree to keep it running. It is a sixth-month assessment written into the agreement. The decision of what comes next will actually be made by Donald J. Trump and Xi Jinping. I don't believe that China is anywhere near close to meeting its commitments to purchase U.S. goods, but has used COVID-19 as an excuse. That has not stopped them from buying large amounts of commodities, just not from us. They bought oil from the Saudis, pork from the European Union, soybeans from Brazil, corn from Ukraine, along with pork, soybeans, sorghum, and corn from us. They imported a record 10.51 million metric tons of soybeans from Brazil in June. It would not appear that they can buy so much elsewhere and meet their trade commitments to us. It has been hard to tell that that we are the only ones with a commitment from China for them to buy, as they appear to buy as much from others without one. There has been a last-minute surge in U.S. purchases, but it is hard to see that it will impress President Trump. There are rising geopolitical tensions between the United States and China just about everywhere, with Donald J. Trump poking them over something almost every week. Trump's latest threat from the U.S. Treasury is to take a portion of the proceeds from a sale of TikTok to Microsoft, That would force them to up their response to something much bigger than sanctions on U.S. Senators. He has said that he is so angry over COVID-19 that he doesn't care as much about Phase 1 anymore. I think that he cares about the farm vote, and there are polls showing him behind Biden, even in Iowa, which I find hard to believe, coming from where I live, which is essentially a Trump enclave here in northwest Iowa. This is an election year. Neither candidate for the White House wants to be seen as soft on China, so both make China out to be the great villain. There is some truth to it, which is all that politicians need. A recent poll showed that 73% of the American public now had an unfavorable view of China, so the political denigration has taken a toll. The August 15th review will be done by video conference. Despite the recent surge in Chinese purchases, It sure would not be hard to find plenty not to be happy with in the way that China has followed through implementing Phase 1 in the first six months of the two-year commitment. The trade may be looking for more news of commitments to buy more pork from China this weekend. The reason that China is buying so many soybeans, though, is that they are expanding their pork production again. They have managed their way through African swine fever, finding ways to sustain their pork production, just as they've also managed COVID-19. On the Greens, new word for me, derecho. A derecho is a straight-lined windstorm associated with a fast-moving group of severe thunderstorms known as a mesoscale convective system. They can cause hurricane-force winds, tornadoes, and flash floods. They are saying that a derecho with winds of up to 100 miles per hour hits central Iowa hard during the day Monday, crossing later into northern Illinois and Indiana. A lot of trees died Monday, and a lot of corn was flattened. Good to excellent corn crop condition ratings fell 1% to 71% versus 57% a year ago. Iowa lost 4%, which put good to excellent ratings at 69 Before the rains, I would say that half of Iowa's 99 counties had some drought impairment. In Illinois, ratings improved 3% to 79%. Rains had a more beneficial effect on soybeans rather than corn, with a surprise 1% improvement in good to excellent condition ratings to 74% versus 54% last year. A 20% difference is a lot, and why private analysts are talking 54 bushel per acre. The trade is looking for a 2019-20 corn carryover of 2.287 billion bushel, compared to USDA at 2.221 billion last time. They look for a 2.715 billion bushel 2020-21 corn carryover. The high end of the carryover estimate is 3.15 billion, which is possible in the September report if the flash drought is over. The trade is looking for a 588 million bushel soybean carryover, up from 585 million last time. The big question is whether the year to year decline in carryover forecast but the trade can come true. They look for a 2021 soybean carryover, 424 million bushel. As noted, a 54-bushel-per-acre yield would add nearly 350 million bushels to supply. That would nix the lower year-to-year carryover. Remember, Brazil is planting balls to the walls. you been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations... Subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.